Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It is the midweek episode and we're here to check in to see how teams are doing compared to how Vegas said they should be doing. Panarin scores, Redman. It's a little like Jack Hartley. So do I. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake in California. We got Trevor Ploof and behind the dish, producer BBD. This episode was almost a monthly staple last year, and uh, it's the first time we're doing it this year. I'm excited because it helps us just check in with who's over-delivering and under-delivering according to what Vegas and ourselves thought they would be doing. It's the over-under check-in. Trev, are you worried, excited? Uh, what are your emotions going into this look around the league? So I did a little gander at our over-under sheet from the beginning of the year. I did not look at the sheet that we have now in front of us, which has like the predictions and like what people need to go to fulfill the over-unders. So I'm kind of in the dark and as to how we've done, I think last year, if I'm not mistaken, I think Jake took the title. Is that right? I think I had it throughout the year, and then uh, like last month of the season, I shot the bet, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Trev, you did. You got 17 Oops. right last year. I got 15. Jake got 13. Did I know that and just tee it up? Maybe, but wow. listen. Wow. We, um, we, this isn't blind. I guess it is blind. We do research. We do the TPP. So a lot of the stuff that we predict, I think it's it's more informed than other stuff you're going to see, and I, I hopefully this shows that. I'm not sure if it does, but. I like to think that. Jake, what's up, bro? Trevor, James, BBD, everyone and their pets. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. I'm doing well. I'm excited to get in here. Um, we learn things along the way. I, I know there's some fun stuff for the teams with the hot starts that are going to be like, hey, like you already, you didn't win the war, but you kind of did. Like, if you just keep your skis going down the mountain, like, you're on track for a really good year. Um, and it might be funny to see teams that maybe we've been overreacting or underreacting to that may be right on pace uh, of what we expected. So, um, excited to go in there and excited to see, you know, I, I kind of mentioned this last episode. We just hit the point where, like, I think the, ba the train's out of the station. The season started... You're in, you're out. You had a bad start. You had a good start. Two, three teams, four teams are about to flip the script. There's about to be a couple teams that turn it on or find it. Or opposite end of the spectrum, you have a bad injury, you have a bad month, something happens. You know, the baseball season is a roller coaster. We're six weeks in. Someone's about to have an awful six weeks. Someone's about to have an incredible six weeks. I don't know who it is but I'm excited to find out. Jim? I'm excited too. Uh, I really wanted to see the teams that are have an easy shot at this point. Obviously, it's early and there's a ton of baseball left, but I'll just, I'll just tee it up for you right away. What if I told you, Trevor Ploof, that the Jake's Diamondbacks, Jake's Snakes, 
could go uh, could win at a 397 clip the rest of the season, go 50 and 76, and hit the over. That's a bad rest of the way. And they would hit the over. And we all agreed on the under. They win 50 more games out of their next 126 games. And the overs hit. I saw Tori Lavella today on uh, MLB Network. He was talking about pitching, how excited he was about it before the year. I think that's something we missed, I guess, on them. Brent Strom effect. But that's pretty. Uh, that's a good one to start out with. We uh, didn't give Jake Snakes a lot of credit, but they came out hot. They're not even the most, whatever you would say, least amount of wins needed for the over on the list. Baltimore Orioles, we all agreed the under. 62 and a half, we said under, under, under. They've been pesky. Jake's been telling you. Mm. They no, get- he has not. <laughs> 49 wins, and they hit the over. Out of their next 126 games. But Jim, by the way, and I, I don't know if you are if you are feeling this or not feeling this, the Orioles are actually right on path. Uh, they were proje- The over-under was 62.5. Right now they're projected for 63 wins. Yeah. So, I mean, you say that, but the Orioles are right where Vegas thought they'd be. It's true, but it's still... I don't know. It's, it's likely. I thought it was a lock. We all agreed. I think if they lose tonight, they're projected for the under. So that's and 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 with these teams that we Vegas projected for the very low win totals. You know, we they've you talked about you know a decently hot start for these guys has them on track to go over. But remember, with that decently hot start, that means there's probably a month here we're gonna be, it's gonna be pretty bad. Last year, you want to hear the Orioles' worst month? Let's hear it. How many wins? Two? Four and twenty-four. It's a bad month. That's a bad month of baseball. Four. So there are there are months like this that can still happen on either side. I guess that's what we're four kind of highlighting a little bit today. But four and twenty-four last year. That's a one forty-three winning percentage. Mm. Yankees on. It was in August, year. in case you were wondering. And guess what? They bested it. By one win, May, they went 5-23. and 23. So they had two really tough months last year. Wouldn't surprise me if we maybe saw some of the same. Yankees Not on, rooting for that. Yankees on pace for 120 wins. That's interesting. Probably feels low, but... They lock that up. Feels low, but... <laughs> hey, I think we're doing pretty well as a unit. The, when I started counting, I think there's... Actually, we had a lot of game, a lot of teams we all agreed on. One, two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen teams that we, the three of us, all agreed on the outcome. I'm marking them whether if we are right or wrong. And uh, near the top here. Yeah, we. I see you on the sheet here. You're about to get all reds. Yeah. So let's see. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. All right, seven so far on path pace to be wrong, and nine to be correct. You want to get like those a first? better? 
percentage out of us. And hopefully we get back to that. Well, the good news is the Orioles are there uh, yeah, as wrongs. We all agreed they would take the under, the Orioles and the D-backs. They are on pace for the over, but it's very, very close on the Orioles. And D-backs, they're kind of on pace for the over. But Jake, you think the Orioles will taper off and hit the under still? I guess that's kind of one of the eye-opening things. You know, I've had a really weird relationship with the birds this year. Uh, it goes back to my college days. My roommate Nick, our, our buddy, the mailman, he put a bird feeder outside our college dorm room window. It sucked. The birds showed up every morning, nice and they squirrels. were loud as shit. It was a nightmare. The Orioles this season, kind of the same thing. I was being mean to them. I was like, you guys are a joke of a franchise. I hate what you did to left field. Why aren't you more competitive? Where's Adley? Where's Grayson? Adley was her. I know. Then I watched the Orioles product this year, and it was kind of fun. They were pesky. And I guess seeing this now, that they were pesky and feeling better, but they're still on track for where they were. And then when Trev drops a stat, like they are a team that went four, four for 21 last year or whatever it was. I'm worried about my O's. I'm still, if I had to... Like, if you gave me the option to change, I'd still keep the under there. Okay. What about your D-backs? The D-backs, Jim, sometimes you need to fade the fade. Okay. Um, and they're my favorite team yeah. in the National League West right now. Yep. And they brought in Brent Strom. Favorite team. Pitching guru. In the National League West right now. Okay. Let's think about this. I actually just posted a picture that proves I've been a D-backs fan for life. You'd like it. Um, no, the, the D-backs, and I think this is one of the fun conversations. So they're off to a 500 start. Now, we do have to be nervous, right? Like, we've, we've seen a lot of teams. Uh, the Mariners always jump out before this Mariners, like, actual good run. They had that Edwin Encarnacion team that got hot, and then the wheels just fell off. It doesn't feel like that with the Snakes. You're still scared of the NL West. Like, let's be honest. If they run into some Dodgers-Padres series, they could be having a tough time. They are getting incredible pitching performances that if their pitching stands anywhere in this realm, they're going to be like a 70-win ball, ball club and good for my Snakes uh, with their over-under coming into the season with 66 and a half. And we all said under. I mean, I don't know what we, you guys James, you and I were... We were nice enough to say, well, we hope they don't lose 100 games, though. Yeah. Jake wanted them dead. Yeah, no, he no, wanted no. them to just be no, dead. No, no. Yeah. It was the fading the fade. It's like if I win the bet, then I win money. But if they go over the bet, that means my snakes had an incredible season. Okay. And that's what they're on track. We'll move for. up the list here a little. Uh, the Colorado Rockies, 68 and a half. Yeah. Was there over under? We all agreed over. We thought they had some fight in them. They are 17 and 18 right now, but that has them on pace for the over by 10 games. Uh, decent. They would need to go 52 and 75 the rest of the way to hit the over. Think that's doable. What do you guys think? I'm, I'm happy with us there. I think they got some fight. Just need some more home games. I'm trying to remember why we thought that they would make it happen. I know they signed Chris Bryant in the offseason. And were we just saying, like, they're going to, this is a team that's going <clears> to, <throat> a lot of shit was talked about their front office. And somehow they're going to win enough games where it makes, like, what they're doing, like, uh, palatable. Is that why we did that? Because I'm, I'm curious. It was because in 2021, the Colorado Rockies, 
Colorado Rockies, they had a 74-win team. Like, they yeah. finished a couple games back of the New York Mets last year. Um, yeah. And, I mean, they didn't, you know, they were 48-33 and 33 at home. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it was just kind of like a 74-win team. And remember we looked at their roster and we were like, oh, like, Grichik's there, Jose Iglesias, all right. Like, you know, they did story story out Bryant in, and you were like, I wonder where that ends up. Their rotation isn't ugly. Like, if they didn't pitch in Coors Field, like, the Colorado Rockies rotation of uh, Marquez, Freeland, Senzatella, Gom- Gomber, like, you're, like, those guys give you an effort. Uh, sorry I left you out, Chad Cool, who's having the best season of all of them, but... Um, yeah, I mean, the Rockies were positioned, and they added Kelsey Winger. Like, they were going over. Maybe that was it right there. We, we didn't even know about Connor Joe back in the day. We didn't even know about him. Connor Joe. Connor Joe. Now James James <clears throat> automatically has written him off because of the two first names, but... What? it's um, my favorite guy. I don't know how to feel about I don't know how to feel Take about this. Back. I'm happy for Kelsey, but I don't know. Is this sustainable? They're six. They're playing six hundred ball at home still, Jake. Do you know that? Yeah, they figured out Why? something there. All the other teams are tired and miserable. I can't breathe. That's what I got from Trevor Story. Trevor Story saying it, it was exhausting to play a course was kind of like, "Whoa, you're one of the most in shape athletes in the world." He is really. He's got a great bod. Mm. Hey, uh, before we go on, if you were worried, if you were wondering when the time to buy Trevor Story stock is, it's now because if you don't get it now, it's going to be going up. He's about to get it going for them. Okay, love that guy. No, it gets it going for me when your wiener works. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Hey, no, 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 that doesn't get it going. It's it's already going. If that's the case, right? Nice, nice defense. Double. double. Mm. Doubles. A good arm at third base. I'm going to look at some Trevor Plouffe third base highlights and get Roman ready. You think you're going to enjoy those? Yeah. Okay, Jake's going to go look at that, see if he gets boned up. If he doesn't, he'll go to getroman.com slash talking today. Now, Trev, I don't want to blow up the spot too much of this baby, but did you see what was texted to us? There's a baby that just got born into the world. Mm. His name is Roman Ready. There's a last first and a middle name. First Roman. name is Roman. Middle name is R E D D Y. Could have been like I the, saw it. I like it. I, I I like it. You think that was like I'm the sure. wife's maiden name or something? Maybe unbelievable. <clears throat> um, <laughs> truly unbelievable. I mean, if this kid doesn't secure like a deal, yeah. Now it's a, it's a waste. Yeah. Uh, well, his dad was Roman already when <clears throat> they made him. But 52% of men ages 40 to 70 will experience some form of ED, and the benefits of ED treatment can help you reconnect with your partner, have fun while having sex. I guess that's not guaranteed, but it's more likely. It's not promised. Yeah. Uh, A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Ships to you free with two-day shipping. It's straightforward, convenient, and discreet. Just go to GetRoman.com slash talk and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional and take care of it. The code uh, is GetRoman.com slash talking. $15 off your first month of ED treatment if you're prescribed. So I'm looking at the bottom here. Every team that was projected to win less than 70 games. Trev, you have your hand up. 
I don't think we can say for 100% certainty that the dad was Roman ready because I believe there are times that can you make a baby not fully ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, Every team that was projected to win less than 70 games uh, is on pace for the over. And I think that might be some funky math because we've, we've played so few games. You'd have to be really bad. Say that again. Every team that was projected under 70 wins is on pace for the over. Gotcha. The Pirates, the Rockies, the D-backs, and the Orioles. Yeah. They're on pace for the over. But there was a team projected for 70 and a half wins, and they're on pace for the under. And I'm a little surprised. I didn't realize things were going this poorly. Must be the last couple games. I know they just lost a three-game set. The Oakland Athletics, they are uh, on pace for the under right now. They've uh, won 15 games. They've lost 23. Um, yeah, I guess I think the last couple series really twisted that. They just lost three in a row. That probably hurts them in this tight percentage game. In this game. tight percentage game, yeah. Um, and, yeah, they had a little funk there. One, two, three, four, five, six. They had a sneaky nine-game loser in the middle of their season. Damn. Um, but yeah, outside of that, they've been a an okay product. But yeah, I you know, I took I took the over on them just to kind of buck you guys because I was like, I don't know, Oakland, they they put out a, a decent product sometimes. Uh it really hasn't been there. Their offense is last in the league in a lot of things. Their triple slashing last in the AL, which is bad. Um mm-hmm. and I guess why I kind of got excited is they're they're pitching uh their pitching's always kind of played. They're six in the AL. They're just getting nothing, nothing offensively right now. And, you know, tick, 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 tick. When does when does Frankie Montas watch start, you know? Tick, 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 All right, it's already started. Here's an interesting stat for them. Uh, a couple different ones. Uh, at home, we know what's going on with the lack of uh, attendance there. Um, a lot of people are saying it's an FU to the ownership. Uh, they're 5-13. and 13 at home. That's not what you want to be at home. Uh, you know, usually you want to feel good there at five and 13, not it. And another fun stat, they're not good in one run games or blowouts, uh, three and seven in one run games and two and five and blowouts blowout, meaning five plus runs separating. So they just win regular old games and mostly on the road. So if you're looking to bet, that's your avenue right there. Regular games on the road. Okay, that's a great betting advice. The Rangers, they are also, they were a pretty low projection from Vegas, and they're on pace for the under. Also, have only won 15 games. We all agreed it was the under. It was set at 74 and a half. Uh, we didn't think it was this year for them yet. They would need to uh, win 60 more games, and with the Angels playing good ball, and I think the Mariners being ahead of them, as well as the Astros being the Astros, I I just think that is gonna fall short. Mm. Shari, Texas Rangers. They've been okay in May, eight and five in May. Uh, not good in one run games, which kind of makes sense. We knew that the pitching wasn't exactly there this year. And Simeon, Marcus, yeah. you're a stud. I need you to remember that. Go do your thing, player. Yeah, I guess uh, Oakland and Texas a little surprising both ways. I'm surprised Texas is as close to their over-under as they are, and I'm surprised Oakland is as far from where they are. But uh, 
as the season's gone, Texas has gotten better. Oakland's gotten worse. Math. Math. All right. Can I switch gears instead of just going up the chart here to a team that has locked? They're, they are locked. Like we're saying a lot can happen here, and there's one team that is just fully locked. There's no Oh, way. I know what you're going to say. I know it. There's just, I will, you know, sever a limb. The Cincinnati Reds oh. have not won a 10th game yet. They are 9-26. and 26. They had their over-under at 74.5. We all agreed, no way. Yeah, That's the under. We're the smartest guys in the room. They're on pace for 41 wins. They would need to go 66 and 61 the rest of the way. So they lose... Yeah, they're, it's the under. That's locked. And we're all smart. The first lock of the year, we get it right. Go us. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. I'm glad we did the turkey math on that to all land on the under. Because you're, you're right, Jim. I mean, that if you had to pick two teams that are locked, I mean, the Cincinnati Reds are one. And then it's kind of the New York Yankees, but... I would, and uh, you can't. But that's you tough. Can't make you, losses are harder. You can't make up losses. Like right. they have lost twenty six games. Yeah, in such a short window. So yeah, I, I they mean, went they went one in twenty one recently, in a twenty two game stretch. Mm. Um, that was you know middle of April, beginning of May. That's one in twenty one. Yeah, the next closest for me would be the the Tigers who. They would really, really need to turn it on. They had them at 77 and a half wins. Um, I took the over. I thought Hinch and Baez and some of, I don't know if we did it before or after the Meadows trade. I just thought they'd have some spunk and spark. Trev, you took the over. Jake, you took the under. Good, you're looking good there. They're good on for pace now. for 58 wins. I mean, I don't. they're not locked, locked, but... Mm. I put a fingernail on the line. I said 500 for sure. I thought there was going to be a weak AL Central. I thought some of the young guys, the starting pitching might take a step forward. Um, I like the hobby bias signing. Uh, but, yeah, just it hasn't happened offensively. Spencer Torkelson hasn't done it. Um, really, nothing's gone gone right for them. I, you know, I, I could see them going on a little run you know, throughout the season. But to get to that, uh, the over is going to be going to be pretty tough. Need a good month to make it tight. They kind of did the same path last year with the bad start and bounce back. We'll see if they've got a little bit of that formula. There's another team that has Man, what a bad, bad formula that's hoping for that, and that's the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. The Atlanta mm. Braves, to hit the over, need to go 75 and 51 the rest of the way. That's a winning, that's a 595% uh, winning percentage. 595. That is the most out of any team. Barely, just above the Dodgers, but needed to hit the over. And I don't think that's impossible for the Braves. We saw the Cardinals go on a crazy stretch last year. We saw the Braves go on a crazy stretch last year. And I don't think that's impossible, but almost a 600 winning percentage for for the last, you know, what, four and a half months of the season? It's a lot. It's a lot. Sometimes I think maybe it's good that the Mets got off to this this big start in front of them because now they know they got to play catch up and they got to go go do some things. So maybe forces the hand. Um, not that 
Anthopolis needs anybody to force his hand. We know that he's willing to just make a new outfield at a whim. He did that last year. Uh, I think the Braves are a good bet. Maybe not to go 600 the rest of the way, but they're a really good bet to fire off like the last three, four good months here. You know, they've just kind of been middling around. Like offense has been about league average. Pitching's about league average. Uh, they just need to get everyone kind of on the same page, feeling healthy again. I mean, Rosario, I know that he only came in at the end of last year, but I think like, you know, having him around is good for your team. Acuna back kind of like battling a groin issue, like put him on the IL, get him healthy. Like I wouldn't worry about the May if I'm the Atlanta Braves, you know, knowing what we knew, what they did last year, like let's go get everyone healthy and then give them ready for the stretch run. I think there's a good run of baseball on this team for sure. It's it's one you look at on this list and you're like, it's tough. But you also know if they can crank out a 15 and 5 or like a 20 and 7 month, which this team is fully capable of. This team, this roster is still stacked. Uh, they just haven't shown any signs of it yet. So you just, I don't know. I mean, they pushed it almost as far as they could go last year. You know, they hit the trade deadline. They're right around 500. I mean, our Peter Moylan, who covers the Braves, said, you know, they... They had two series there where if they won them, they'd be buyers. If they lost them, they'd be sellers. They won them, they were buyers, and the rest is history. So, yeah, I mean, they're uh, they're playing with fire a little bit, but also they, Trev, they've still got the horses in the back that it feels like it's going to happen at some point this year. I, I think it's just going to be a question, is it is it June? Is it August? Is it September? September. Um, September, but yeah, I mean, this team is it, still stacked. It took them till August last year to get going, uh, 12 and 14 in April, 13 and 12 in May, 13 and 15 in June, 14 and 13 in July. So really there's a middling club. August comes around 18 and eight. That was their big month. Uh, they went 16 and 10 in September, another nice month there. So yeah, I mean, I, Twitter, mm. And the Braves, like I'm, you know, I follow a few people there, Braves Twitter. They're not happy right now. And I, I get it, but I think that they should, you know, learn from the past a little bit, a little bit of patience with this team. I think um, it's kind of expected, man. You win the World Series. We were hoping they, you know, weren't going to be hung over from it. But if you saw the the parade at all, you knew they're probably going to be hung over. A little bit. Eddie Rosario got laser eye surgery. Yes. So he's going to hit 700 when he comes back. I need to get that. That's wild. One, one time I went, I was struggling in double A. I swore it was not my fault. It was just my eyes. So I went to the optometrist and he's like, uh, your eyes are perfect. So find another reason why you suck. That stinks. I was really hoping he was like, dude, that you're st- there's a cornea. Or what, are you, what do you get in your eye? Astigmatism. But there wasn't, so... It was just me not being good. The uh, I'm going to go through some teams projected to win more than 100 games right now on pace. The Dodgers mm. on pace to win 104 games. They're gross. The, You're the only one that took the over there, James, at 97 and a half. I just said, how the heck can teams win that many games that year in and year out? But you were on it, James. Uh, I got a lot. That I'm not, though, so I appreciate the love. Uh, Astros, they're on pace for 103. Yeah. 
That's a tough one for you, Jakey boy. You took the under there. That was a 91 and a half, and you were – what happened? My Mariners are kind of letting me down. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I was drinking the Halo Kool-Aid. Uh, even got you guys on the bus for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Seattle kind of currently throwing up a little bit of a dudderoo this season, which I don't like that. Less tie France, more okay. win France, you know? Ooh. <laughs> That's a good one, Jake. All those ties, Trev. Yeah. Trev got it eventually. Figured it out. Uh, the Brewers on pace to win 104. Padres on pace to win 101. Mets on pace to win 104. Man, the Padres. They're really sneaking up on What's everyone. Going Padres on? have this very similar record to the Mets. They were uh, really the, good last the year. They had this epic collapse. Don't you Ep- remember that? Epic collapse. Epic. epic. Sound off in the comments. I mean, that's, I don't know the, another word to describe it. It was a fucking disaster collapse. Yeah. I don't Disastrous. know. Disastrous. That's what I was going to say. Or maybe it's, I was going to say like epic. Bro, you know, LA, baby. Epic. You guys better get used to the slang. You're coming LA, out baby. here for the All-Star game. Oh, man. My freshman year of college, we were looking for a couch for our dorm room. And this guy <laughs> was selling one on the side of the street. And uh, he was like, "You guys play any lawn games?" I just came back from this uh, a PE convention. Uh, they were, uh, we were they taught us some of these epic lawn games. It was the first time I heard someone use. It's much more normal now. It's the first time I ever heard someone use epic like that. And I just was like, "What the fuck are you saying, dude? Epic lawn games?" Mm. But now people have used epic, you know, in non-epic terms. <laughs> they've used epic in the wrong way let me go over their month to month last year for you guys oh, april okay. 15 and 12 may 19 and 9 that's a nice start 15 and 12 in june so you're talking great start right there july 12 and 14 okay we're gonna have one month like that august 11 and 15 september was the big one six and 19 that's epic that's an epic collapse there's no real other way epic. to say that yeah BBD, there's also a six and a nine in that too. So, mm, hell nice. yeah. Yankees on pace to win 120. Oops. And the Angels on pace to win 102 right now. They could have a losing record the rest of the way and still hit the over. I guess that's interesting. How many teams can have a losing record the rest of the way and still hit the over? With like a winning record would be the caveat because. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think right now it's kind of them and Trev's Minnesota Twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about that? I got that's- you guys on that train, by the way. I put you guys on that train. You're welcome. Joe Ryan Express, that's what they're calling it. I think uh, you got us on that train. Thank you, Trevor. Um, I think it was also, I think we also talked ourselves into like, they were going to go to it. It was their front offices yeah. like last year, their contracts Dude, or some and shit. We and we were did like, that. yeah, let's go. We did that before the Gary trades and the Geo trades and, and all of the trades they made. We did that thought process. We were like, wait, Trev told us that if the GM doesn't make moves or have a good season, like he's out. So he's going to just fucking do some weird shit to try and throw it at the wall. And that is how you convinced us. That's correct, Trevor. Thank you very much for convincing us. Twins can go 61 and 65 the rest of the way and still hit the over and finish with a winning record. Where was, where was your guys' biggest miss 
on this. I'm kind of looking at mine Ooh. here. If you got, if, find where my biggest if you miss. got to redo one pick, which I think one I think the Mets. I, I took the under. I said they were going to win 89 yeah. games. Wow, losers. Yeah, so to Trav, that's probably my biggest miss. Oh, unfortunately, it looks like I, I <laughs> did go over, and then it's just I changed it at the last minute. <laughs> you took the under on the Yankees, Trev. That's probably your biggest miss. Mm. It's, a tough, it's a tough one for me. Um, did We all took the under on the Reds, right? Yes. Yeah. I think I took the under on the Yankees. That's a tough one. Yeah. Did you just say that? Yeah. But you can repeat it. It is tough. I'm having a tough... You guys are very much delayed for me right now. How about Toronto and the Chicago White Sox? Um, Both those teams right around 500 right now. A lot of expectations. Um, I don't think anyone expected the Yankees to look like this early on. The Rays are going to raise, like, do we even need to look at their over-under? I'm assuming they're projected for the over. Blue Jays are on pace for the under? Currently, yeah. They've gone through a little bit of a funk lately. Them and the White Sox, a lot of talent. Man, that Blue Jays app, all I did was say how good I thought they were and how they're the most stacked, like, lineup. But I also said it's very hard to be the favorite of the offseason and also, like, a young team. People were so mad. So mad. They were the team of the offseason where if you had any inkling of doubt, people were just like, you're a hater. Like, it's hard. It's hard. Baseball's hard. It's a hard sport. Watch Trevor Plouffe's 2015 highlight reel that I watched to get Roman ready. Baseball's hard. There's only one defensive play in there. (laughs) Wasn't wasn't electric, I'm going to be honest. Well, type, the hits were electric. Type in defensive highlights. Yeah, bro. I mean, I, I think I made a few plays at least. I don't know. I wasn't trying to be flashy out there, dude. Me and DJ, you know, Jeets, we were just trying to get the play made. Dude. Close, close your eyes. Made and, it look close too your easy. eyes and remember your best play. What is it? You think on it. Think on it while I tell everyone in 2015? about 2015. No, in your whole career in, in Major League Best Defensive Play, think on it while I tell everyone about the athletic greens they can be consuming to become as athletic as Trevor mm. Plouffe. What is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole, full, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. Huh? All the things. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. With Athletic Greens, you're invested in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com baseball. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash baseball to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So I know we love you, Athletic Greens. This is a little more Roman than Athletic Greens. I found a better highlight reel. Um, We just got a Trev Grand Slam off of Oakland pitcher. Oh, Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray. Whoops. You hang it up. Bang it, Sonny. Don't leave that thing up there. Um, and then quit hogging them. I saw a defensive play I liked. I mean, it was a uh, what's the name of the YouTube? 
Uh, Trevor Plouffe, 2015 Twins <laughs> Highlights HD uh, from the Oakland fan. Um, and, yeah, I mean, my guy's just kind of diffy, dude. Making plays behind Gibby. Made a nice play behind Trevor May. Um, whoops, a little taste I like you guys yourself. are making fun of me right now. I feel like I'm getting yourself. made fun of no. right now a little bit. This is awesome. <laughs> I think you asked me to think of my best defensive play, and I love when the episode turns to me. You're so thick, I like. dude. I made a play going Who's into the seats. Took deep. Shaw, get out of here. Trev, <laughs> you fucking okay. hammer this homer. 2-2 game in the 11th inning. Yeah, walk off. Yeah, 3-1 pitch from Shaw. He goes little, like, slider on you, 3-1. Cutter, yeah. You hammer it. Don't look at the ball at all. Just immediately look to your boys in the dugout. Yeah. And you're thick as shit. So thick. How come in Blitzball you don't use your batting stance that you used in 2015? Well, because Blitzball, I learned in each sport, I try to learn from the best. And with Blitzball, I just try to learn from Jake Storielli. Yeah. So he's my inspiration there. I appreciate the love, guys. You know, I think Trev was a good ball player. Not the best ball player, but he was a good ball player. Eat shit, Shaw. That's what I say. Oh, here's a defensive highlight. First and third, slice down the line, falls to your butt, come up, go the long way to first. Yeah, don't just let's stop talking about me, guys. Okay. Come on. No, I'm anything else that. we got to touch on here? Any other teams? I would like to touch on uh, when you broke up Chris Young's no-hitter with that triple to right. Um, Yeah, uh, actually, that that play just came back onto my feed because the picture there, my guy Brace, uh, the team photographer for the Twins, he got a great shot of that and like a great skyline view. Um, and it's the cover of a book now about baseball oh, in Minnesota. Yeah, I was going to ask if oh. you saw that baseball in Minnesota with Trevor Plouffe on the cover. When you think about baseball in Minnesota, <laughs> you know who you think I of. I need every copy of that book. Specialty. Dude, is this Shane Green? Shane Green, what are you doing? Trev, you were too thick, dude. Sha- Shane Green threw you a 75 mile per hour 02 looper curve. That's gone, Shane. I got a few off Shane Green, I think. What a dumb pitch. Like, put that in the dirt. Oh, my I always God. thought he was really good and could, like, be, like, a legit closer. Like, he had good stuff. But then I always hit him. Then I realized, like, if I'm hitting him, maybe he isn't who I think he is. If that makes any sense. But he's had a good career. I don't mean to take that away from you, Shane. Jeremy, it looks like we got a situation developing. Joe's McFly has a power drill and is looking at us really mean, and there's like three editors, producers behind him with bats. Oh, they're coming for us? So I'm worried about what we did. Um, let's finish up on on some of the over-unders. Oh. Uh, Boston Red Sox currently mm-hmm. sprinting towards their under 85 and a half. They're currently seven games below 500. Did you see this one? Your this is your your play. Yeah, this is that's the one I liked. Yeah, that's a strong arm. You get a strong, strong arm, arm to make Trevor. that deep throw. in the hole, down the line. That was you nice. guys are something. The, the Boston Red Sox. I went on to say I don't know where it was. We don't have baseball there here. I said they're going to be a five hundred ball club. I didn't really believe in the pitching staff, and although that hasn't been their problem this year, it's been mostly offensive for them. Uh, Will Middlebrooks, my guy, my friend. Mm. He texted me afterwards and he said 500 ball club and sent one of those like emoji faces, like disappointed face. Like 
Wow. That's a good disappointing face, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's looking like I'm right. And then that, now they're talking about like possibly Xander getting traded and like, holy shit, what a turn of events. Like this is a team that like surprised a lot of people last year and was supposed to come back and do the thing. Alex Cora, blah, blah, blah. Just, just hasn't happened for them. San Francisco Giants at 85 and a half. Cardinals at 84 and a half. Some of these in hindsight just feel so ridiculous. We all agreed on those two. That's nice. Trev, I do owe you one apology, it looks like. Um, there's one note that Jake convinced him for Trevor <laughs> on the Kansas City Royals, 74 and a half. Uh, they're currently on pace for a 58 burger. Um, so that's on, that feels on me right now. I, I don't, I've got a speech for a lot of these teams. My Royal speech right now is concerned. There's that saying, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice. I don't know the rest of the saying, but if Jake convinces you of something, you're a fool. That's yeah. the other part of that saying. I think he helped us out, helped me out on the Twins, and he helped me out on the Angels. 35% of your homers came with two strikes, Trev. <laughs> wow. Badass. So badass. You want to know why? Because Velo got me out. Good velo got me out. Stop throwing that slop up there. I could hit that with the best one. I played wiffle ball my entire life. I was ready to hit slop. If you were bringing the slop up to the fucking plate. Yeah. How many first pitch homers do you think you have? Not a lot. 15. Is that a lot? I don't know what the percentage is. Yeah, maybe that's a lot. I don't know. I think it's just under 15%. I think it's your most, (laughs) it's your most count. 13%. 13%. Nah, three and two is probably your count with the most homers. <laughs> like my quick math there. <laughs> like us to stop talking about me now, okay? okay? Okay. No, I think first pitch is your, your you know, it's a pitch you see the most often. You definitely oh. are going to see a first Every pitch. Every single at bat has a first pitch. Not everyone has a full count. Yeah. So, way to go, Trev. What did we learn today? You. We learned that the Reds have locked the under. The Mets, Yankees, Dodgers have, I think they'll hit the over pretty easily. And the Braves have the hardest path to reclaiming the over. They got to go 600 the rest of the way. Also, that the offseason is just, who cares? Like, yeah, you want to sign good players, but you got to come play ball. Whoever wins the offseason usually doesn't win the season. That's a nice uh, stats that exist that don't matter thing. You should go back into Twitter sphere or whatever, see if you can search certain time frames and say, who won the offseason? Well, the Blue Jays did it in like 20, the, the R.A. Dickey trade. They did a bunch of other trades that year, too. Um, the uh, the Blue Jays. The Mets won the offseason the year before or this year. Mets could have won it this year. Um, in the NL, the Marlins when they got Burley and yeah, you should probably do it both sides. It should be an AL and an NL winner. The Marlins definitely had a year where everyone hopped on them. Was when they got Burley and some other people. I forget who. Jose Reyes. Jose Reyes. Um. Everyone was all over them, and they didn't do good. They only signed them to sell the team baseball. The 
Adrian Gonzalez. Uh, oh, that was a big trade uh, to the Dodgers. Carl Crawford. Carl Crawford year Nick for the Punto. for the oh. for the Red Sox. That was uh, a team that quote unquote won the offseason and it did not work out. So, yeah, but the Mets are. I, I think the Mets won the NL offseason this year and they're looking pretty good. Yeah. So, that's the episode today. Parting words, Jake. Um. I, I guess I was going to do a who do you think's going to flip the script next. And, I mean, you start flip looking. Flip the script. You start looking Phillies, Mariners, Jays, White Sox. Those would be kind of your your winning type teams. Uh, and now all I can think of is I want to hear Nick Punto stories. So, I don't know. All right. That means we're going to end the show. I got a lot of them. Not also, I watched Nick a Punto show story. today called High Heat. Oof. What a show. You and Mad Dog beefing again, dude? Golly. I don't want anything to do with that guy. It, I was just, I, I've been watching more MLB Network lately because I'm just, you know, getting my baseball fill, and that show came on. It was like. You know what I watched to get my baseball fill? Baseball Today, Chris Rose, Trevor Plouffe. Wow. Monday through Friday. That's love. Well, the truth is, I only, I, I, um, DVR, quick pitch. And somehow this, this got on my DVR. Jake does a really good Russo. You want to do it? Good afternoon, everybody! <laughs> exactly what he sounds like. Job boy, I he's, don't know if he's a job, is he boy? He said Joe DiMaggio didn't have a hitting coach. <laughs> <laughs> Jake sucks. Dude, he, he probably today. He probably did though. <laughs> Upset about it. Boop, 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 boop.